You're listening to The Bookend, a podcast for the emerging authors to read an excerpt from their own book and give us a lowdown on their writing process. They are also invited to share a poem or a prose piece by an author of their own choice. I'm your host Sahar Hashmi. You are tuned in to The Bookend. You're listening to The Bookend. Let's welcome Jamie Adelbrock to the show today. Jamie Adelbrock is a preschool director, speaker, children's author, and an advocate for children's mental health. She has authored three wonderful books titled as Tangled Up, Be the Spark, and The Adventures of Little Selfie. Hi, Jamie. How is everything? Hi, everything's great. How are you? Good. I'm looking forward to an amazing and I think very important discussion about mental health issues and your wonderful books, three of them. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited to be here and to talk about them and, and read some of Be the Sparkle. Tell me something about, before we start the reading, tell me something about the books, where and how do did you conceive the first one which was tangled up yeah um so tangled up is actually a letter to my daughter uh, we were going through a really hard time as a family and it was right in the middle of covid and i could tell she was really struggling and so i wrote her a letter you know we are all beautiful people and we all have so much to offer and i just pictured her as this woven blanket with these beautiful threads and the threads of her i felt like were getting tangled up and i really wanted her to to get some extra help and extra support to see a counselor or a therapist. And so in the book, I describe counselors and therapists as professional detanglers. And so that's that's where the book came from, a letter to her to help her untangle all of her feelings, all of her emotion, and, and to get some help and help her know that she's not alone. And once I wrote that letter, I realized everybody, every child needs to hear this. And it's a great way to sit down, talk to your kids, let them know they're not alone. Everybody feels tangled up. Everybody has big emotions and there are people there to help. Did you have any age group in your mind? The book? So uh, my daughter was in middle school when I wrote this, but the book is actually for kids elementary age, even preschool age, just to kind of help get that conversation started. I think the younger we talk about mental health and we start that conversation, the better chance we have better mental health. So it's it's in the form of a story. You are telling a story while tackling the problems of you know mental health that children face as what kind of problems you know it's I also got to know that you are living as an expat so is it that you are yes. talking about the issues of assimilation dealing with people from different ethnicities and cultures yeah you know it's everything I mean as kids growing up face so much adversity and so much problems um and this can be like moving causes great big emotions being bullied causes obviously great big emotions I'm right in the middle of COVID that causes a lot um that had everybody feeling tangled up and still to this day, we're feeling the effects of it. If we have a loved one that's sick or dying, if we're struggling with maybe not having friends or, you know, anything, anything that we face as children and adults can cause us to feel this way. And so in the book, there actually, it's a great, the illustrations are amazing. And there's pictures of a child being bullied, a child of the, you know, a a parent going off to serve their country. They ha there's a picture of, you know, a grandparent that's sick in the hospital. There's all different illustrations and, and ways that show what can cause us to be tangled up. Sounds wonderful. So that one, sure, sure, sure. So I'm going to read Be the Sparkle because it talks about all of the craziness in the world today and how we can help. Yes, I'm going to read Be the Sparkle because it talks about how the world is can be a scary place. If we work together, sparkles can be found anywhere. I love 
love spending time with you. And I enjoy all the things we do. We play games, solve puzzles, and bake cookies too. We paint pictures, play outside, and watch funny shows on YouTube. But sometimes shocking news flickers across the television set and we see things we wish we could forget. Watching the news might sometimes scare you. You are not alone. It scares me too. Images of broken buildings, fires, and fighting flash across the stream. The stories of crime and hatred are really tough to see. When the world seems dark and fear clouds your heart, you can always come to me. I've been with you from the start. When the shadows feel heavy and the darkness gets scary, you are not alone and it's okay to feel wary. When the world is at its darkest, you don't need to save the day. Just know when the world gets ugly, you are going to be okay. You may wonder how I know. It's because of your glow. You are a bright star that glitters. You are a brilliant beam that shines. Your sparkle is a tool that can help you and others feel just fine. What is a sparkle, you ask? A sparkle is doing something nice, and doing something kind. A sparkle changes mood and helps uplift weary minds. A sparkle is showing your smile to those you don't even know. Your beautiful face will make their hearts glow. A sparkle is giving your mom an unexpected warm embrace. Your sweet gesture will put a big smile on her face. It's holding the door when a stranger's arms are full. Your actions will make their day so much more enjoyable. A sparkle is leaving encouraging notes around your hometown. Those thoughtful words just might help someone who is feeling down. It's planting something new, even if it's only one or two. It's picking up litter so your street will glisten and glitter. A sparkle is delivering warm food when your friend doesn't feel good. It's making a card when someone's day is extra hard. It's keeping in touch with those separated by miles. Hearing from you could help them through tough trials. It's painting something beautiful on a rock, street, or wall. It's collecting food for those in need and for those who don't have much at all. It's telling your favorite joke, making new friends, and lending a helping hand. Your happy acts will be felt across the land. A sparkle is making sure to include everyone because kindness can never be outdone. There is so much a sparkle can be. The secret is that it starts with you and it starts with me. So when frightful images flash across the screen, remember there is something you can do. When the world is at its darkest, together our sparkles can shine through. And that's the end of Be the Sparkle. It sounds amazing. It sounds like Julia Donaldson's lyrical books, The Gruffalo. Well, it's an amazing book and she's a very popular author and because she writes lyrical books which is why the, her books are a big hit <laughs> yes this book it's kind of the same way I wanted it to rhyme I wanted it to feel good the illustrations just see how we can help others in a positive way when the world feels scary are you a poet I I wouldn't consider myself a poet um, um, when I want to express myself and when I was thinking about this book and this message it came out rhyming and I it's the only book of mine that rhyme and I think it helps get the message across yeah definitely rhyming is a big huge thing you know to, and especially it's a big hit with school children anything which rhymes, yes absolutely <laughs> yeah it's on their lips <laughs> it's on their lips in no time just just like the songs are so uh, just tell yeah, me absolutely you, how did you develop that book well like i said there's so much scary stuff that's happening in the world right now and i have three kids it's hard to hide what's happening i wanted my kids to know they're not alone and i wanted them to know that hey we don't have to do a big grand gesture um, we don't, we don't have to save the world. But if we're just kind to one another, kind to our neighbors, kind to the person in front of us, it will have ripple effects. And just our 
little spark can go a long way in making the world uh, feel better. Because, you know, it's right now it's so, like I said before, it's so, so scary and it feels so dark. And sometimes it feels like there's nothing we can do to make the world feel better. It's, it feels um, a little bit overwhelming, but there is. And I want to get that message across that just by the smallest act of kindness can make a world of difference. How did you map it out? I would like to know something about, you know, specifically this Be the Sparkle, because it just hit me that it's just like Julia Donaldson's book, The Gruffalo. So see, it's a series of her books and they are written in a, in a lyrical pattern. So how did you develop it? Just like when you, we are developing a story, there is an arc that we follow. So how did you develop yeah. from the beginning till and did you map it out, you know, each and every part? So what I always do when I write, when I know that there's a book in my mind and in my head, I write it out and I always, I want the beginning to connect to the end because I think that makes the story around it and it comes back and it's like the follow through. And so I knew beginning had to be like the end. The end kind of had to be like the beginning. There needed to be a problem and there needed to be a solution. And I wanted to give something actionable that the kids could do. That was kind of the arc that I followed. You know, you know, there's something bad going on in the news. We see it. Okay, how are we going to solve it? And then we go back to the solution, which is really we can solve this. The, the world is still scary. We can solve this together and we're not alone. Now we know what to do when we feel scared. So it's kind of, um, you said following an art. Um, yes, absolutely. But I kind of um, like thinking of it as a circle. It's just like the same uh, pattern that we follow when we are writing or developing a story, the story map that you have a beginning, then you build up the conflict mm -hmm. and then you have a resolution in mind. Were you reading any any book, adult's book or children's book while writing this? Or you were taking help from listening to poetry or reading poetry? You know, when I write my books, it comes directly from my heart. I don't have any copy any book or anything like that or be like anybody else these are letters from my heart um, and I I like them to be 100% from scratch and what I want to say to the world of course I have authors in mind that I love and Dr. Seuss is one of my favorites but I'm not trying to be like him at all these are just stories and words and love straight from my heart yeah Dr. Seuss is another author who is he's writing the rhyming books and they, those yes books <laughs> he's like an expert expert at rhyming for sure would you like to read something from your new book which is the adventures of little selfie sure i would love that that's my latest book and it is all about self-esteem it's so new that i don't even have a hard copy of it so i'm gonna i'm gonna pull it up and read it right from my my ebook like i said i'm really excited to read this book because it's brand new and it's unlike any of my other ones where it actually follows little selfie through an adventure so this is the adventures of little selfie once upon a time in a land far far away, there lived a cute and cuddly creature named Little Selfie. Little Selfie didn't like her colored hair, pointy ears, or bushy tail. She took selfies all day and night, looking for the perfect angle, lighting, and filter to hide what she didn't like about herself. But no matter how many pictures she took, she never felt perfect enough. Little Selfie was exploring the forest one day when she stumbled upon a magical mirror. As she looked into the mirror, she heard the most magical and mirror voice say, Little Selfie, you are perfect just the way you are. All you need 
need to be is you. Little Selfie was confused. She had never heard that before. Little Selfie thought showing everyone she was perfect through pictures and filters was what she should do to feel loved. The voice continued, You don't need to impress others with perfect pictures. Instead, you must learn to love yourself. You need to grow your self-esteem to love yourself. And you have what it takes. Little Selfie, your self-esteem is like a plant. It must be nurtured and cared for. When you love yourself, you blossom from the inside and you will see there is so much more to life than perfect pictures. Creating perfect pictures all the time was exhausting. So Little Selfie was determined to care for her self-esteem. She set out to learn how to love herself. Along the way, Little Selfie met some new friends. The first friend Little Selfie met was Kindness the Deer. In the kindest, most deer-like voice you've ever heard, he said, Little Selfie, you are kind to others, but have you thought about being kind to yourself? You must treat you with compassion. What does that mean? Well, it means to listen to your body and give it what it needs. The second friend Little Selfie met was Acceptance the Raccoon. In the most accepting and raccoony voice you've ever heard, she said, it is essential to accept yourself for who you are, even the parts you may not like. You are the only you in the whole wide world. Little Selfie, that makes you very special. With the raccoony smile, acceptance added, self-acceptance is the key to inner strength. The third friend Little Selfie met was Confidence the Lion. In the most confident and liony voice you've ever heard, he boomed, Little Selfie, you need confidence. Having confidence means trying new things just as you are right now. You can be brave, even if you feel unsure. It's okay to ask for help. Confidence stretched and then loudly declared, you can do so much more than you realize. The fourth friend Little Selfie met was Boldness the Bear. She said in the boldest and most berry voice you've ever heard, hey, it's okay to take risks. Take a chance. Be brave and take steps to reach your dreams and goals. Boldness squinted, looked straight into Little Selfie's eyes and added, even if it means stepping out of your comfort zone, magic happens when you're bold, my dear. The fifth friend Little Selfie met was Wisdom the Owl. In the wisest, most owly voice you've ever heard, Wisdom said, seek knowledge. Always be open to learning. That is how you see things from new perspectives. If you change your viewpoint, there is a totally different world out there. With a musical hoot, Wisdom Wisdom went back to his book. Little Selfie began thinking of ways to improve the world and help others. The sixth friend Little Selfie met was Respect the Rabbit. He was listening intently to a bird singing in a tree. And even though he was close, Respect didn't try to touch the bird. He was treating the bird with consideration. In the most respectful and rabbity voice you've ever heard, Respect said, Little Selfie, treat others with respect. Treat them like you want to be treated and give them the same kindness and care to your own mind, heart, and body. With a twitch of his nose, he added, Respecting yourself and others is a way to keep everyone healthy and safe. The seventh friend Little Selfie met was Grateful the Giraffe. In the most grateful and giraffey voice you've ever heard, she said, be thankful for what you have and look for the good in life. Being grateful helps us keep, keeps us positive and makes it easier to spread joy. Grateful lifted her front legs in excitement and added, you can be a bright star in the night sky. You can be the sparkle. Little Selfie and Grateful happily danced until the moon and stars emerged. Little Selfie felt more confident and happier than ever. She couldn't wait to see what the magical mirror would say now. Little Selfie returned to the clearing where she had started her journey and stood before the magical mirror. Little Selfie took a deep breath and looked in. Once again, the most magical and merry voice filled the forest. Little Selfie, you are so happy. You should be proud of yourself. Your self-esteem has blossomed because of you. Your journey has taught you much about yourself and the world around you. You learned that 
life isn't about looking perfect for everyone else, but embracing yourself and feeling good about who you are. Little Selfie was overjoyed to hear those words. Little Selfie felt proud. That night, Little Selfie lay in bed with a content heart and a new love and appreciation for her colored hair, pointy ears, and bushy tail. She realized the most important picture was taken in her mind and heart. Little Selfie knew by practicing kindness, acceptance, confidence, boldness, wisdom, respect, and gratefulness, she could keep her self-esteem healthy and strong, feel proud of herself, and be brave enough to be her authentic self. And that's the end of the adventures of Little Selfie. Yeah, it has a wonderful, uplifting, cheer-up-yourself kind of tone. And I think it works wonderfully for children, especially the elementary school children to help boost self-esteem and, uh, you know, to have faith and to to be happy, confident in their own skin. Absolutely. And on each page, which I didn't read, there's um, questions that as you're reading this book to children, they ask questions about themselves, like friend number seven, grateful the giraffe. The question is, what do you think little selfie is grateful for? And what are you thankful for? What makes you light up with joy? So it really is an interactive book where on each page, the child can look at themselves and ask themselves the same questions that little selfie is going through that's an amazing way of asking questions and you know then making them reply and i think it's uh, the inclusion of animals as characters it also works wonders in children's books because they connect with animals a lot instantly yeah yeah absolutely it just kind of gets on their level um and you know there's sometimes adults can talk about things that go right over the kids heads but when you put in animals and characters that they can relate to and that they like and that um look lovable it's it's easier to start those conversations and they are their first friends as well you know the, we are talking about elementary school children who are still walking around with bears and cuddlies you know in their hands yeah yes absolutely they could look at any of their own stuffed animals and their cuddly toys and um you know they say hey these are my friends i know i know what this sounds like or i know what they look like absolutely how about uh, tangled up your first one the what i want to read from tangled up is this little insert where it it tangled up like we talked about before it's all of the threads and our emotions of us getting tangled up. And sometimes it feels like we can be in knots. And this little um, expert they want to read talks about just that. So um, this is right from the middle of the book. And here we go. It's confusing to live tangled up. It's easy to get stuck when you're tangled up. You are not meant to be tangled up. You are meant to flow unraveled through the ups and downs of life. You were made to swirl in bravery. You are made to create wonders and wander the world fiercely. Know that you are not alone and other people people get tangled up too. And being tangled up doesn't last forever. There are special people called therapists and counselors who can help when you feel tangled up. They are professional detanglers and they are going to help you. So that's that's a little blurb that it tells kids, hey, you're not alone. Everybody's this way sometimes and there is help available. Sometimes moms can't help. Sometimes dads can't help. Sometimes it's beyond that. And so it opens the door to um, getting professional help and starting that conversation at a very young age. You know, I just love the fact that, you know, by calling them uh, the, the coaches or psychiatrists, you by calling them detanglers, you have you yes. know, a wonderful <laughs> job of detangling it, the whole issue of, you know, the shame that is attached with it by calling them detanglers. Mm-hmm. You know, you have made them very closer and uh, more, yes. <laughs> you know, it, 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 yeah, it more approachable because when you, when you think about, yeah, yeah, when you think about going to a 
doctor or when you say the word professional, it sounds a little bit scary. And I know for even adults, it's hard to take that step and go to the doctor or go to a counselor or a psychiatrist. That's a scary thing because there is a stigma all around it. It exactly. says something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. And by this, calling them, you know, you just you have laid it down in a wonderful, amazing manner by just giving them this character of a detangler. But when you are dealing with mental health with either with adults or children, especially with children, because, you know, with, with them, you don't expect some sort of, you know, wisdom, some sort of maturity while dealing with such kind of issues, which is even difficult right. for adults. It's difficult to accept, to own that you are having a problem with children, you know, double it down on shame, yes. fear. Absolutely. They are it's, afraid it's all wrapped up. Hang up yeah. on them and they'll be labeled. Mm -hmm. And so all these issues, how to deal with it? Yes. And the earlier you talk about it, the better, the less, you know, there won't be stigma. They'll feel okay if they get help when they're adults. Um, you know, we're taking away that shame and that fear, I think is one of the number one messages in my book, Tangled Up, because if they do that now, and we help kids do that now, then as they grow older, they won't feel that way. Because as you know, adulthood is hard. And sometimes we do need someone to talk to. Sometimes we do need a professional. And it would be so much easier if we didn't have that shame and we didn't have that fear. Yes, we must talk about whatever the issue is, you know, staying silent. Yes. It is going to make mm -hmm. it worse. Yes, you are absolutely Oh, right. absolutely. Mm -hmm. It will. And, yes, and speaking COVID, it now. Lockdown and everything that's going around in the world. And because, you know, it's just one click away. So it's getting on your nerves. So so ubiquitous, not only among children, among adults as well. So you are absolutely, is there any right path or any, is any graded kind of, you know, structure that you have to follow for that? Yeah, you know, I think everybody's path is different. Everybody is going, here's the thing, everybody's going through something nobody you know you're not alone if you're feeling stressed um if you're feeling emotional if you need to talk to someone you're not alone everyone's going through it but there everybody's path is different so there's no right there's no wrong way the only thing that would be detrimental is if you didn't talk about it if you didn't get help and sometimes it's talking to a friend it's talking to a parent it's talking to a sibling talking to a, a boss it doesn't have to be professional it's just simply talking about it if you do need to talk to a professional there are so many resources online i mean we live in a day and age where you can press a button and find anything, you know, thank goodness for technology. So I would say the first step is look online for your nearest counselor, therapist. Sometimes there's even free online resources and someone's willing to talk to you right away, right then and there. And I'll do text messages. I'll do emails. There, there is help out there. So like I said, no journey, no path is the same. So, but not talking about it and not reaching out for help is the most detrimental thing you could do. Absolutely. You have to open up and just to normalize this just like so many issues mm -hmm. that you get a call mm -hmm. from nurse from school yeah, yeah it's just yes. like one of the many issues <laughs> at school yes absolutely absolutely that, do you think that uh, social media has anything to do with it to you know add up to the problem that already existed in middle schools or elementary schools you know i do i absolutely do i think social media can be a wonderful tool and it can bring people together connect people it can give people free resources and free help. It can give them a sense of community. But it when it's taken the wrong way, and if there is bullying, or all of these filters that that people use, so you're, you know, people now, especially middle school and high schoolers are seeing a lot of fake images that they think are real, and they're comparing themselves to that. And it's really bad on their self esteem. Um, it's also really easy to be bullied online, because bullies can hide behind the screen. And so it's easy to say something mean to somebody else. And then those those 
teenagers or preteens don't always talk mm-hmm. about it. And so I think it can be detrimental to self-esteem. It can make people feel worthless or not good enough. Um, it can make, you know, then you can, then you have the apps and, you know, all the bad people online too. That's a whole nother world to get into. So I think social media dealing- can be amazing, but it could be hard. To, to, it can be, it can be mean nasty. You are dealing with the body positivity issues in this latest book of yours, The Adventures of Little Selfie. Yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons I um, wrote that because I have, like I said, um, three daughters and they are in that, that age where, oh my gosh, like they, they compare themselves so easily. It's so easy to compare yourself. It's so easy to think you need to look different or, you know, they don't like certain things about themselves because what they see online, what they see on social media says they should look one way when really, you know, you are beautiful the way you are. So how do we, you know, absolutely how do you portray that, that self-love? So that is another um, reason why I wrote The Adventures of Little Selfie to start that conversation at such a young age. If we can promote self-love right away fully, that'll help people's self-esteem as they grow old. Such kind of uplifting books are, you know, they, they really, they are very helpful for little children and the way you have written them and in a poetic kind of style. So do you think <laughs> that, uh, you know, the problems for all, the, all children all over the world, I feel that at different stages in elementary school, middle school, senior school, high school, they, they are faced with challenges. So do you think that being an expat is something that compounds their problems? Yeah, being an expat is a wonderful thing. We get to see the world um, through different eyes, through different perspectives. And I think that's honestly how you change the world is when you step into someone else's world and see it does. Um, mm-hmm. that there's so much more beyond the little bubble that we were born in or that we lived in. So is a gift. I, I think it's being a gift because you're, you're seeing the world through a different perspective, which I think is very important. But it is also very hard because change is hard. And when you're in, um, you're used to things one way or you're used to food or you're used to a different culture, a different religion, anything, anything, it is hard to step into a new world. It's hard to step into someone else's shoes, but it's worth it. If you have the right tools and the right community and the right attitude, it is definitely worth it because you don't know, you can't have empathy or compassion or even understand the world until you step into somebody else's shoes. And so, yes, it is hard because change is hard, but it is the kind of hard that is worth it. It is. And I think, you know, the children are very impressionable. So it's easier for them Mm -hmm. to adapt them to different surroundings and different cultures and to assimilate to them and to reach out mm-hmm. to them from a place of love than it is for adults. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, what matters is the community and the support system that the children have. Um, but yeah, no, it actually, it shows them also that, hey, we're all the same. We can come from different backgrounds. We can look different. We can think different things and believe different things. But we all have the same emotions. We all need friends and we all yeah. need somebody who is there to listen to us absolutely absolutely yeah thanks a lot jamie that brings us to the end of the show it was wonderful to have you on the show thanks for having me you have a lovely evening jamie thank you you too you were tuned in to the bookend i'm your host sahir hashmi signing off you can listen to the bookend on spotify and apple podcast follow us on insta at the book.and for requests features and suggestions get reading with the bookend